I don't want to waste it. I don't want it all to burn. I don't want to set wrong with it. Two for a dollar? No. Read it again. 70, 79 cents for one? Yeah. Two for one fifty? <laughs> what the fuck? What are you My gonna nigga, do about chips? I was angry. Like, no, like not she, like I was I was angry. Bro, if I wanna know that this shit was gonna be three fucking dollars, I would've said just get like the big they, one dollar they, they, they didn't have a big pack. That's, no, not even Doritos, like like a solid vinegar or something, the one dollar. No, one. I mean That's no, I mean they had big ridiculous. Doritos. They didn't have a big pack in that flavor. And you know what? Welcome back to the last stop. I used to go to the deli with a dollar and fifty cents and come out with like three bags you, filled. You could walk out with six bags of chips. That's fucking insane. Now, how much is it for one? One, it's seventy nine cents for one. For one bag of chips, and it's one fifty for two. First of all, I don't give a fuck what establishment you are. You could be. It's the printed on the bag, though. You could be the store that I've been going to for eons. You will take seventy five cents for me because I'm not. I'm not paying seventy nine cents for a bag of chips. You, like, like you see, you see now that you see now this, I have to chalk up to privilege. Because people really think that, like, that someone would have just the extra nickel to give you. Or like, four cents. Like, do you, yo, people people will prepare for something that costs 75 cents. No one is prepared for something that costs 79 cents. And the worst part about it is that I can count the amount of chips inside the bag in both my hands. Do you? Do you? Right, say, right, because count, I got. While while me and Levante talk, go count all the chips in the bag. <laughs> just go ahead and count the chips in the just bag. Levante. Why is the price printed on the bag? The price is printed on the bag for a number of reasons. They don't want you to overcharge. And they also, they also want stores to look stupid that undercharge. <laughs> because undercharging is not a problem for certain establishments. Like, you've seen, you've seen bags printed with a price on them, and you go to the counter, and the price is lower. These prices are, well, basically all I can say is that the manufacturer is trying to make you look stupid for charging less than it costs on the Thing. You ever see that uh, the Arizona commercial from oh, Atlanta? Yeah. Oh yeah, but the, pri- but the price on a candle. But the guy brings on the guy brings an Arizona can to the counter, and he rings him up, and the, it's like the price is like a dollar seventy five. And <laughs> the guy looks at the the cashier, and he's like, "But the price on the candle," <laughs> and it shows a dollar. <laughs> and then the commercial ends with Arizona. The price on the candle. <laughs> That's great. Do you understand that that is all of the advertising that that is all of the advertising that Arizona has needed for a while? I don't. I've never seen it, a real Arizona. Arizona commercial. has never ran a televised advertising campaign, or so they'd like you to think. Their advertising that, campaign. I got you right now. The advertising campaign was in high school when they introduced the new flavors in the plastic bottle. And it would be word of mouth of someone who just tried the new flavor yes. going, yo, this is the new flavor right here. This is the pina colada when it first came out. I thought it was the greatest thing ever. Oh, and yeah. then I started drinking once I turned like 21. Yeah. Once I turned 21, I started drinking. Yeah, yeah. You know, because, yeah, you know, we follow laws out here. We're I, law. I'm we're, serious. I don't know about it. It sounds like you're being sarcastic. No, 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 I'm actually not. I, oh, well, well, yes, I am. Because so I would take the the Arizona the pina colada and I'd mix it with rum, 
and I'll be like, oh, it's an instant, you know, pina colada. It's, oh, it's yeah. lit. It's it, like- it, you go back, it was something about, it would be like a clear liquid, and then like white particles at the top. Yeah, that one. That turned oh, yeah. me off. That, that, yeah, you that. see, it was always a little bit disgusting when you got down to the end where, you know, where all the particles used to float. Mm-hmm. And you know, I just didn't. I just didn't really feel that. Even okay, Arizona Company LLC Corporation, whatever you guys are, because no one has the time to Google you because you're worth a dollar. Price on the candle. The price is on the candle, but at the same time, you guys need to stop with. Um, what flavor is it? Is it a uh, pina colada? Yeah, pina colada. You guys need to stop with the particles. In the, pool, in the pina colada can. That's the only flavor with the particles, too. We don't need it. Thank, thank you for going and finding people to shear down a couple of... Um, what is this shit called? Uh, thank you for shearing down a couple of uh, coconuts. But we, don't need, <laughs> but we don't need those particles inside of the can. We don't. We could, we could just have the flavoring, and then, you know, maybe you filter it out so there's not, like some little shits that's gonna get stuck in my throat canal I don't need that I just need the juice I purchased the juice because I wanted the juice I never thought I'd get a Levante pina colada rant on Arizona <laughs> but the last the last thing I needed was for the Arizona corporation to have a pulp flavored drink I didn't I did not ask for that I did not need it please please correct your doings now before we go any further, I feel like I should introduce the episode. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, you're right. You're right. This you're is right. the last stop. I'm Manny. Um, if you already, if you you already heard, I'm joined with Levante. Hello, a returning guest. Hello. Or I don't know if he's returning because I started all over and everything. Yeah, you know, we keep it quiet. I was here a while ago. I was saying wild shit, but you know, we we God are now. We're you know, it never happened. Did it ever happen? <laughs> I don't remember it ever happened. You're also drunk on every single episode you've ever done. So This is true. It is still accurate to And this. you're drinking right now. I am drinking right now. <laughs> and we're also here with a a longtime uh, co host, Rashawn the Don. You're last time I've been on an episode was the um, the drunk podcast. Yeah. The and twenty the twenty first episode. That episode doesn't exist anymore either. Oh really? Yes. No Oh none. yeah, no oh none of those. No. Every single one of those those I episodes. Everything. Had something problematic, so they had to go. Yeah, I, I deleted them because the I'll, podcast is prospering. So people get to the podcast it. is prospering. Shout out to Croatia. I will bring that back. <laughs> I know we got Croatian listeners, and we love you. Or I don't know if Manny does. He probably does. He most likely does. He definitely does. Manny loves our well, Croatian love, listeners. Oh, I love everybody. But just know that for a long time running now, Levante has loved. The Croatian last stop listeners. So anyone out there who is from Croatia, or loves Croatia, or has family in Croatia, this is for you. There was one guy, I forgot what country he was from. Shout out Croatia! But he he hit me up and he was like, "Oh, I listen to your podcast with my students that learn, and that's how they learn English." And I was like, "Jesus Christ! <laughs> so, that so, is the worst so kind of English." English. You could, uh, 
They're you gonna don't be walking to... around yelling out Don DeMarco to everybody. Yo, when I'm just saying, oh I don't want God. them to learn the English. I want them to come to New York City, and I mean like Harlem, Tremont, and, <laughs> and Castle Hill, Hill. <laughs> <laughs> because you will fit in here in, t- in Times Square if you yell out Don DeMarco. Somebody might, somebody might call the cops on you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, deleting everything. I kind of regret it. I don't remember what what made me want to do it in the first place. Honestly, I feel it, I, I feel like it was more out of a necessity because yeah, you needed to. It was a rebrand. You, yeah. yeah, it was. But, a, I, I wouldn't say it was a rebrand. It was just a. It was just getting rid of shit that you can't say on on live. Whatever. And the quality is also different. Like the mics I use now, crystal clear. We weren't a good influence either. Like we used to, we used to say some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but even the mics. The quality of how of what we were speaking through, like remember those mics that we would hold in our hands? And they the, were cool and the all. The Skype conversations. Yeah, but <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't as good as it could be. Now I've mastered the art of recording audio. I make everything sound crispy. I listen out for hookah pulling sounds. Right. <laughs> Um, you're of definitely which, gonna hear this. On of this which episode. there are probably many in this episode yeah. because you know the vibes. <laughs> but I, I wanna I wanna get into that a little later. I am hating the phrase "you know the vibes" recently. I love that phrase because I, it just you don't know what you're doing. And let's say you send somebody a video of like what's going on. I hate know. the abbreviation for it. I hate the YKTV thing. I never heard of that until recently, and it was very weird because I thought nobody said that when Brian when I, told me. When I first saw YKTV, I thought it was like some type of like. I thought it was an Instagram ad. I thought it was some television. Ad. I enjoy. I anytime I see or hear the phrase YKTV, I like to say something that I came up with, which is Young King Television. <laughs> Because, you know, it just confuses everybody in the room. And it sounds like something that comes on BET after it, 11 o'clock at it night. It does. You know, you know, I'd watch some Young King television. It comes on at an odd time, like 11.07 <laughs> to 11.43. What's the premise of the show? Because you know we, we always late. What's the premise of the it's show? It's not really a show. It's like... It's uh, probably BET, something. It's a B. It's BET's version of Toonami. Uh, <laughs> you they, know, they, they'll show like the Proud Family and, <laughs> and the Boondocks. You know, I just th- I just thought of something that's a little disheartening, and I I don't know about our viewers, but I know there's a Listeners, channel nobody can view us. But you, but you, but you, but they see what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you can see what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, but what I was bringing up is there was this channel. In New York, I don't even know if it's still active, but it was called MNN. I have no idea what it stood for, but it was like this—it was like this public access channel, and it always had some cheap-ass TV shows on it, where there was like a guy recording with like a fucking, with like a with like a GoPro one or something. Who knows? And they were and they were just like they were doing like pre-podcast type shit where they were on live TV. And they were just talking whatever was going down in the streets that day. You, how much you think it costs to get a show on there? Because I'll throw this on there and see, you know. Oh get, God, get you, seven you might viewers. get you might get the type of viewers that you weren't looking for, <laughs> which is I mean, uh, people that do crack cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to get the diversity up there. So if there's I people cannot, that do crack, we don't discriminate listen. against. Crack I can. Yeah, we we do not discriminate against people who do crack cocaine. It. Hey, if you do crack cocaine, send a message to Manny Dizla and we may have you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is not happening. That is not happening. But <laughs> we'll I'm a live shooter. 
no, no, no. Do a live shoot up. We we are current. Well, not we, but I. Because I keep saying we. But it's just me. But aren't you an LLC? Uh, no. You should make that happen. It only costs about two hundred bucks. Everybody says that. I know every. I know everyone says that. Everyone, literally everyone, (laughs) just goes about two hundred bucks. I asked somebody. They were like, "Oh, you should make an LLC." It okay. is it is literally in the state of New York about two hundred bucks. No, but wait, what is, is it? Two hundred dollars. It is it is it is a, LLC basically turns this into a business. It is at the lowest you will pay two hundred bucks because if you do everything else yourself and mm-hmm. you do it right, you won't incur any of the costs. What are you gaining from it though? If I'm, if you if you no one can sue you. So they have they have to sue your business. Yeah. But we're gonna look into it more and see if you like. They're gonna look at me and go, "Wow, you've actually lost money every month." Because <laughs> it costs money to put. But not only that, shit. it's just like the um, the music is being played. The uh, I, I mean, listen, you can't sue me for playing music. If that's the case, we're go to High Ninety Seven. We're fans. We listen yeah, to everybody's yeah. music. I, I'm putting people on because I'm not just playing all mainstream music. I play some like you know. Up we'll take it back to like the early 2000s. Why are, right? You shouldn't. Why are you thinking about this as theft? You should think about it as free promo. That's what you don't even understand. We're bringing you to Croatia. Shout out Croatia. Right. Let me let me just run down the list of all the countries that the last stop is being listened to. The number. The number one country. Didn't a gentleman from London? Um, yeah. The United States. Um, unknown is number two. Unknown. Where I guess oh. they're listening through okay, a. So people are listening in international waters. No, shout it'll be, out. It'll be like radio. What's the, what, what do you do like uh, when you don't want your computer to be followed or whatever and shit like that? Like their IP address is. Uh, if you could stop smoking the hookah and just say what the word is. If you could see Levante, he's trying to say what the word is. With VPN. Yeah. VPN. These are people listening through VPNs. Shout out to VPNs out there. All of our VPN listeners, we love you. We got Mexico. Shout out Mexico. Number three. Spain. Hardcore Spain fans out there. We love France. you guys. Shout out, y'all. We got Canada. Hey. We got Lebanon. Shout out to the Lebanon Dons. Shout that's out. That's a cool name. That's Lebanon. a fire name. Ooh, Lebanon, Lebanon Dons. Dons. <laughs> that's a fire I name. wish I was Lebanese. Okay. Now, <clears throat> we still got more. As is customary for, well, finish our finish our got, um, foreign viewers. Got, you guys aren't foreign. You guys see? are domestic. We got, we got we Russia. We love you here. We got Ooh, Italy. Shout out our Russian listeners. Shout out Italy. We got Germany. Shout out to Germany. We got Australia. We got South Korea. We got Thailand, we got Pakistan, we got Norway, we got the UK, we got Algeria, Jamaica, Japan, Trinidad, and Tobago. You know, Manny, you might have to set up a meet and greet somewhere. Then we have the Dominican (laughs) Republic. DR. Then we have Belize, and the last but not least, India. Shout out. We love love you out there. Now, if you were to have one place on earth... Where you could do a meet and greet with anyone who was able to come and meet Last Stop Podcast personnel. Pakistan. You would do it in Pakistan. I was, gonna, I was thinking like the fucking corner bodega on Castle Hill right here. Nah, <laughs> Even though, I think, no, no, no. I've been I've been spreading it out. Like, this is the first time we record in Castle you should, Hill. You should do it in a country long. where no one listens to you. In Unknown? Go to Unknown? No, maybe go to, like, Belize. Belize listens. Yeah, Belize was right before India. Hmm. 
Chile? They're real. You got any you got any Chilean listeners? I don't got no Chilean listeners. Why would I go to a country that doesn't listen? Why wouldn't if you go, anything why I wouldn't wanna, you go to Chile? We should I don't even know why Mexico listens so much. Hey, they fuck with you. Yeah. Yo, Mexico. Oh, it's Cinco de Mayo right now. Uh, it is Cinco de Mayo right now. Uh, uh, if you're a Mexican listener, just know um, I've been put on to the great works of Vicente. Uh, what's the fucking guy's name? Goddamn. Shout out Vicente Fox, even though that's not who he's talking about. Is, wasn't he the president? Yes, that's the guy who said Vicente Mexic- Fernandez. There yes. we go. Shout out Vicente Fernandez. Also, shout out Vicente Fox because we are not paying for your fucking wall. Yo. That never... was the funniest line ever. He was fed I up. I, yes, and I'm glad he was. Because, like, who are you as, you know, the president of the United States to say that some other country is going to pay for a wall? Like, that's like me saying, yo, I'm about to go get a sandwich, and Manny Dizla is going to pay for it. Do you remember the, the thing that Trump said after Vicente Fox said... They're not paying for a fucking wall? I don't. What did he say? Donald Trump said, Congratulations, the wall just got 10 feet higher. Jesus <laughs> that's the dumb that's the dumbest fucking thing to say. That's like me saying, okay, I'm going to a store and I'm gonna get a sandwich and Manny Dizzle is gonna pay for it. And Manny says, I'm not paying for your fucking sandwich. And so I say, you know what? That role just turned into a hero. <laughs> You're buying me two fucking sandwiches. You still gotta, you still gotta pay for it, you dumb shit. <laughs> and you're getting me a soda with it. Oh my oh, god! Man. But you know, he's a clown. I'm, if you, if you're a listener and you support Donald Trump, you're also a clown. I'm sorry. We spit in the face of clowns. They're, they're people who don't want to be cool. You know. Speaking of which, oh, I have a question. <laughs> Great segue. This is in the notes. What do? You two, as die-hard wrestling fans, think of this. One of the greatest things that wrestling fans have ever been robbed of because of the death of Eddie Guerrero is a match between Eddie Guerrero and Carlito. This is Levante's dream match, by the way. <laughs> My dream... Levante's a recent fan of wrestling. I am a recent fan. this is his dream match. My dream match... Is Eddie Guerrero versus Carlito? What are you guys' thoughts? Uh, <laughs> I don't. I never put any thought into this match ever happening. I mean, I wouldn't think too much into the Carlito and Eddie Guerrero match. It probably would have just been a regular, you know, ten-minute SmackDown probably, match. Yeah, like uh, just a regular SmackDown bout. Nothing crazy. No, nothing out the. Maybe it would be above average. I think it would be above average. Carlito was a good, you know. The feud Good itself, well, the feud itself could have, uh, it would have been alright. Do you remember when Carlito stabbed, or got John Cena stabbed in the club? I remember the story, didn't yeah, he? He, it, said, he said that story on, um, Howard Stern, didn't he? No, this was, it was fake. It was part of the story. It was the script? Yeah, I forgot who was riding with Carlito. But, I feel like the guy's name was Hector or something. <laughs> he was riding with Carl. he was Carlito's bodyguard. People? No, his name wasn't Primo. No, no, it was a, a big jacked up. Jesus! His name was Jesus! This guy was jacked up, and John Cena was at the club, and Jesus stabbed John Cena. And that was part of the storyline. That was the angle? Yes. That was the storyline. What was what it, happened? 2005, 2004? Uh, maybe a little bit later, 06, maybe. But 
I always thought I thought it was real at first. And then somebody was telling me a story. I think it was Damn. I forgot who was telling me the story. But they said that they went to a meet and greet with their pops to go see John Cena and this was as this angle was happening. And the guy's dad went up to John Cena and he was like, "Oh, how you doing?" Like you, you got stabbed recently. Uh, you, you alright? And then John Cena like went, "Oh!" And then grabbed his side and was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a bit of pain. <laughs> it still nah, hurts. Man, it still kind of hurts." Uh, you reminded me because you know I'm in pain now. Yeah. Thank you for that, <laughs> bro. Now I have one question: At what point was it ever necessary for Carlito to need a bodyguard? The guy was bigger than him. The guy, Jesus, was a he was jacked. Why was he not a wrestler? <laughs> Do you know how lovely it would have been to have a match between like fucking Edge versus Zeus? Oh, it was Eve who told I said me that. I said Zeus. I mean Jesus. Edge versus Jesus. Edge versus Jesus. I'm not gonna lie. If you booked a wrestling show and the first match was Carlito versus Eddie Guerrero and Jesus versus Edge, I probably wouldn't watch. <laughs> this is the worst booked show I've ever heard of. And it's uh, it's so bad. So it's a waste of speaking a of the worst like booked show, um, so a second ago, we just got a look at uh, SmackDown 172. Oh, yeah, check and that out. And this match, Edge, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, and Kurt Angle. Yep. Fatal 4-Way. One of the best matches I've ever seen. That's a fact. That was a really good match. We were we were watching it, right? With, like, the most pure and real, like, shocking... Like, every time somebody kicked out... The match is shock value. Yeah. It had uh, false had finishes psychology. left and right. The psychology... So, Edge goes to the ring first after giving everyone in the crowd... Absolute, absolute, Epilepsy. With epilepsy, they gave him seizures, and everybody in the room, Levante, myself, Rashawn, we wake up from our seizures, you know, because we passed <laughs> out, Yeah. and the screen was still flashing, Edge gets in the ring, he goes to the top rope, and Albert, aka A-Train, aka Prince Albert, aka I need a fucking chest shave right oh. now, <laughs> a very hairy guy. Walks into the ring with uh, with a chair and attacks Edge's right leg. Proceeds to break this man's fucking legs. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it cuts to commercial. Comes back from commercial showing that Edge had to get stretchered out and helped with the refs and stuff like that. Goes backstage. Everybody else comes out. The match is about to start. Edge's music hits again. We all have seizures. We wake up. Goes to commercial. Comes back from commercial with everybody beating the shit out of Edge and attacking his leg. With no contact. <laughs> yeah. No contact. Uh, great, no great psychology because I, I totally forgot that A-Train attacked that leg. So they're all working on Edge's leg and stuff like that. And then the match gets started. This match, everybody hit their finishers. You you didn't know if anybody was going to kick out because Mike Chioda was counting a... The, the man, the, the, the man, count was so fast. Every two seconds was one real life second. So by the time you were on two, it was a one count. It, it was insane how fast he was counting. If you were, if you were at a three count, it was really like you're you're approaching two by any other ref standards. This man was saying one, two, three. That's like <laughs> that's like 
You know, that's fast. It was honestly faster than how I just represented it. Yeah, yeah, it was a little faster than that. Especially near the end of the match, when I saw Do one we of... Spoil, should we spoil the ending ending? No, no, no. I wouldn't no, spoil no. it. No. Right, I right, would right. say... You gotta watch that. Yeah, yeah. You have to watch. WWE Network and or YouTube, if you're good at, you know, piracy. And go watch it yourself. SmackDown 172. It also had one of the worst hip-hop performances <laughs> I've ever witnessed. I'm so surprised neither of you have ever seen the John Cena versus Rikishi I've never seen battle. that. It wasn't a rap battle. It was a hip-hop contest. It wasn't. Yes, it was a hip... It wasn't a rap battle. It was a hip-hop contest with porn music <laughs> in the background. And they had to rap along to the porn music instrumental playing. And John Cena goes first. I've never... Now... John Cena, this was before he had his word life beat, and it was like a generic hip. Like if you typed in hip hop free instrumental 1980s on YouTube for a free beat, that's the song that they. He used. had a master in thugonomics at this point. He did not yet have the doctorate. <laughs> he was. <laughs> 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 he was walking around with uh, B Square. B Square. <laughs> who the man he comes out with a kufi on. <laughs> <laughs> he comes out with a kufi on. This was pre Bosley. This man. Did, this man had no solution for his hair loss. Bro, he had the thinnest hair on the top of his head. Where I thought he was bald at first, and then the rap battle goes on. John Cena tries to bar up Rakishi. Rakishi, however you pronounce it. Absolutely loses that round. If you went to URL and watched that, probably would have got booed out halfway through his verse, but who am I? Um, Rakishi starts talking about how he got shot two times, could have died, and God looked at him and said, it's not your time. Some shit like that. Mm -hmm. And then the crowd goes wild. Because I didn't even know Rikishi got shot twice. Well, hey. I didn't know he was real like that. You know, that's probably a little bit of explanation behind that that little uh, slit running down his chest. Listen, you know? I never I never knew. I never knew that happened. I always thought the man just needed a triple bypass at one point. <laughs> so, Rikishi uh, wins this battle. And then I think John Cena goes to punch him. No, B-Square goes to punch Rikishi. Rikishi blocks it. Hits B squared, knocks his kufi off his head, <laughs> exposing B squares male pattern baldness showing at the top, <laughs> at the top of his head. Ridiculousness. So, so now the kufi's flying. John Cena goes for the punch. Rikishi blocks it. John Cena turns around, punches Taz, who's the judge of this hip hop contest, which is super weird. I to- totally forgot to mention that. And John Cena had some bars for Taz, who was just standing there. You could have been blinded by all of the visual effects in this arena, and you could have thought that B-Squared was dead-ass Goldberg just by looking at baldness. (laughs) (laughs) So so now Taz gets hit by John Cena. Taz gets tight. So he squares up, catches John Cena from behind, puts him in a red hook or whatever his finish is called, knocks John Cena out, B-squared is running away. Now, Rikishi and Taz are standing in the middle of the ring. And you're wondering, did B-squared ever recover his kufi? No. He didn't. Taz picked it up, put the kufi on himself, started dancing. 
Farrakhan would have had a he would have went up in arms if he would have seen it happen. Hmm. But said, look, I'm gonna need another million men. This, <laughs> uh, what year was this? 2002. This was 2002. 2002. You you. December TV was weird. December 25th. Oh, are we gonna talk about how this episode ends? December 5th. Let's not Correction. talk about how the episode ends. The by episode the way. ends that with was the most. little. <laughs> so little if you porn. thought there wasn't enough porn. If you thought there wasn't enough porn for the hip-hop challenge music... This is the end of the Attitude Era, by the way. Um, Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they said it themselves. It was TV 14. You know, a 14-year-old can handle that. I mean, I guess. But uh, they had a really... They had a really pornographic scene right at the end of SmackDown. It was uh, Tori Wilson and who? Don Marie. Tori Wilson and Don Marie. And... Uh, yeah, one one dime and one and one uh, and one dime and a couple of pennies. You know, you know Don 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 was close, but you know she's she's not really she's not really she she wasn't really she wasn't really there. You know I could see through the makeup. She had a couple blemishes. Oh my god! But you know this is please don't beat me up. But uh but uh yeah you know it 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 got really heavy and I don't have context. Because 2002, but uh, apparently uh, we don't Tori, know what happened after. Apparently, Tori Wilson was on the hook for her father for some reason, yep. and she had to fuck Don. Don Murray. It was literally like blackmailing. Yeah, it <laughs> That's was. That's what it happened. Was, <laughs> Tori was like, you know what? I'm gonna leave. And Don Marie looked at her and said, "You're gonna do that to your father." And Tori Wilson comes back to the bed. They go face to face. The credit, the credits roll, and the episode's over. That is how the show ended with porn. The show ended with porn. It started with, with a, porn with a five-star fatal four-way match, and it ended with actual porn. The the match was one of the best matches I've ever seen in my life, but porn is just it outweighs it, you know. But it's TV fourteen. That's how you got. That's how yeah. you have to end. You can't put it past an O2 wrestling fan base. That was what they wanted to see. Yeah. They didn't care about the wrestling. Obviously, you could tell. Shit, all they needed after that was a Trish Stratus to just come through and, you know, pull her pants down a little bit, you know, just so you (laughs) get the top of her ass, and that would have been that in an episode. But, you know, that wouldn't have done anything for anybody storyline-wise. That's probably how the next episode starts. Very weird. I'm kind of glad it doesn't happen anymore, but... It was you know, super interesting to watch. Like it was, it was know, soap opera. You know, you know, with this new era of wrestling, all I need to see is uh, uh what is this chick's name? Uh, daughter McMahon, whatever. Her Stephanie. Name. Stephanie McMahon. All I need her to see. All, all I need to see is for her to come out. I hope you blow don't bo- out right now. Because blow both of her quads. <laughs> 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 and just sit there while directing the end of a match. Or a scene. Imagine Stephanie Burt busts in the room, tears her quads, lays on the floor, crawling, and like, Tori, you don't have to do this. I can help your father. Boom. Then you do it for your father. <laughs> we could write we could write 2002 wrestling right now. We could write 2019 wrestling right now. You now, know, speaking of 2019 wrestling, there's been a, there's been a couple, you know, a couple headlines out there. I just want to know what your guys' thoughts are in on it. NXT has been at its prime since 2015. It has yet to dwindle down, by the way. NXT hasn't opinion. been it hasn't been the same show 
Or maybe it has. No, no, no. Cast-wise, I hate that I say cast, but roster-wise, every year it's completely different. And like it's nobody's only getting better. And but it's, it's what it's what you the compare, fans want. Would you compare NXT to WCW? Uh, no, because WCW was they had handpicked favorites. It was constant. For it was a constant thing. NXT, it would have one show. Let's say. When May fifth, New- May fifth, uh, 2018, It's ten guys. May fifth, twenty nineteen, completely different ten guys that are there. So it's kind of hard to have favorites, I think, because it's always new people. I disagree. People getting called up. People, you know, I, I, I think debuting. for every debut uh, wrestler that joins the NXT roster, eventually becomes a major champion. And that's what's so good about NXT. It's like right. you know they're going to prosper. Like when only we, in NXT, though. we were there when Adam Cole debuted Manny and I, and he so made a huge lit. impact. And I was like, "This is going to be lit. He's going to be the new NXT champion." It, it, you could see it coming from a mile away. Now I have a question, and it's a little specific. How do we get Walter on the WWE roster? I was there for Walter's debut match for NXT Takeover. Hmm. You could hear the slaps echo through the fucking arena that man is different how does how do we get a walter versus kofi kingston now, for the belt match that man has a chubby six-pack by the yeah. way i was telling brian this that he has a chubby six-pack that's, walter, that, that's that fat pack that's that Wal- uk pack walter he's on nxt uk the uk version of nxt um he has a team i forgot what it was called on the indie scene it was something hitler related Jesus. Jesus Christ. But it was it that was made, like it was a me... badass team. It was it was really cool, you know, but edgy. But they've rebuilt that team in NXT UK and now it's looking like Walter and them are going to run the shit for the foreseeable future. So they're going to It's really hard because NXT UK is under NXT in popularity wise, but it's just as good wrestling and stuff like that. So if you're a fan of that, you might want to check that out. Hmm. But Going on to uh, current event news, Leo Rush, have you guys heard of him? Well, of course. Sean, you have. Have you, Levante? No. <laughs> yeah, you've seen him, though. All right. I've seen him. Yeah. So, Leo Rush, he is a, he's about our age, 23, maybe 24. He's been wrestling for years, obviously. He signed to WWE, I want to say, two years ago. Um, did one or two matches in NXT. No big, no big matches. It was just quick. His debut, couple he, he more matches. He, he was not on a takeover card. Yeah, he just did he like just one do regular house show NXT. Yeah, he did house shows in one like NXT TV oh, match, taping, right? Yeah. Does that gets called up to two hundred five live? Does one or two matches on two hundred five live? He had a, maybe one, a, he had a number one contender match maybe twice. And that's the last time we've probably seen him wrestle. Yeah. He's done handicap matches afterwards, and he never had any one-on-one singles match, I believe. Then he gets called up to the main roster and has a little couple things here and there. And then he gets paired up with Bobby Lashley. Now, you know Bobby Lashley, right? Oh, of course. Now, Bobby Lashley was just... He was just there. He was Bobby Lashley, the guy that you remember from years ago. Nothing crazy, you know. Didn't really get anything done when he still was still walling out, still brawling, yeah. still losing matches. Yeah, but he was kind of getting stale because there was nothing to him. He wasn't cutting promos or anything. They put Leo Rush with him. Leo Rush, 
he can cut a good promo because he, he's like he's a young guy so it's easy to teach him and shit like that cuts a bunch of good promos for bobby lashley him and bobby lashley end up winning the intercontinental championship he's managing bobby lashley while all of this happens and then recently some news came up that uh leo rush has been having issues backstage with talent now some of the things that were said were like um he would bring his wife everywhere and he would even bring the wife to rehearsals and people didn't like that you know he was bringing his wife to all of these insider things and stuff like that so finn balor pulls him aside uh, this is all alleged this is what the, the rumors are and he tells off finn balor saying my wife is fine she could be there it's all right whatever and the rumors got around that you know he wasn't respecting the privacy or whatever of being a wrestler and he was going around telling people that he was going to have his own reality tv show with his wife and stuff like that which is weird so leo rush decides to go put in his he now he removes wwe off of his twitter handle so it was like wwe leo rush or whatever now it's just leo rush. now it's just leo rush then he puts up like one of those like you know how the people are doing now like if you pay a hundred dollars you could get like a shout out video and some stuff like that yeah not like only fans or fans only because that's like porn or whatever but like one of those type <laughs> of things so he he starts doing that which is no wrestler really does because you're getting WWE money. You don't have to do that shit for like $100. And then he starts putting his booking info in his bio. So now he's acting a little, you know, a little wild. Then he tweets out... finicky. Yeah, then he tweets out something to the extent of... If you wanted the full story, all you had to do was ask. Then he does a interview with... I believe it was called... I don't even remember. I don't remember. It's like something fights or whatever. So it this was, is a funny situation. Has there ever been another situation where someone has taken the WWE out of their Twitter handle? Um, yeah. People will like, yeah. People when they're, but I mean for personal reasons, no, no, not no. for. Sasha Banks recently did it, but she did it. Uh, no, no, she unfollowed WWE and stuff like that. We're gonna get to Sasha in a bit though, because I do want to talk on that. It's, uh, it's an article by Sean Ross on Fightful.com. So he does an interview with Sean Sean Ross. In this interview. He addresses the Finn Balor thing and says, Me and Finn are cool, and my wife has never been an issue. There is someone who works for the WWE who has hated me since the day I worked for Ring of Honor. And he started getting popping in the indie scenes like three, four years ago. And now that they work for the WWE, they're leaking false information to get me released. At a certain point, I have to defend myself. So that's what I decided to do. We're all human, and we're all grown-ass adults. That kind of shit flies backstage. The kind of shit that flies backstage is ridiculous. And I'm surprised that more people aren't speaking up. In addition to addressing the rumors, Rush discussed his, discussed his financial struggles despite being part of the world's biggest and most successful wrestling company. He goes on to say, My issue has never been with Bobby Lashley. Being with Bobby has helped the both of us out tremendously. It's given me speaking confidence I didn't know I had. And I was never a promo guy in the indies. But being with Bobby made me a promo guy. My issue isn't with my on-screen role. This is the most important part. My issue is the fact that I haven't been on meet and greets with Bobby. And I haven't been getting paid for merchandise that has their catchphrases on it. So now he's not making any merch money, he says. Then they say, 
then he says, I've been sent to live shows and TV shows and forced to pay for my own rental cars for five days, as well as hotels, while not making enough money to do so. Then he says, walking around broke in sports in the biggest sports entertainment industry while having two kids and a wife support is the hardest part. Now, Leo is saying that he's broke. I'm not saying. I don't know, you know, how he deals with his money and stuff like that. But, you know, you never say a man is broke because he's always got his he's always got his ways to have his money. And I'm sure Leo Rush is not struggling, struggling. I looked but, it up. You know, it, it, I, I looked it up. The average price of the minimum price, the average minimum price to be on the main roster, you get paid, is around 90k. So you know, I mean, obviously the guy is not like he's not having trouble eating. He's just saying, "Yo, like where he wants more like, money." He, I guess, he feels you know there's more money that he's making, and and he, you know that he wants more. That's one of the golden rules. That's one of the golden rules. Is honestly, when you make it big. One of the golden rules is you always ask for more fucking money. But my thing is, is this the way to do it? And number two, is it really drastic to that point? Like, does he know? Does he know how his colleagues are doing that are at his level? Well, it's all it's all pretty out there. How much? Because re- it's a publicly traded company. So if you wanted to so find you can, out, how so much, you can easily find this. Information. Yeah, you could look it up and find out around the price of how much. Assuming, assuming you've done this research, how does he compare to his peers? I mean, if he signed on for because nobody knew that he would be. He's not huge, but he's mid level, mid level good. Okay. So he probably got like a minimum deal to get on the main roster, probably around that ninety k price price point. But that's to start off. Nobody knows what you're gonna be when you get when you get there. That's what renegotiations for, which he's currently in the state of doing right now. Mm. Now, if you're renegotiating with a company, you want to get on somebody's good side. You're not trying to, you know, get the company mad and fucking be an asshole to people and put out all these things and you know, take down WWE and try At to make At the same time, he's got us talking about it. But if I'm him. And I'm looking at the way WWE works. They don't need you. Correct. They, they could be like, because what the what the reports are saying is that WWE offered them a three hundred thousand dollar year contract extension, significantly higher than what he's already making. But then they're saying that he wants six hundred a year. Let's he, not do all that. He Let's, just he just if I'm just saying I'm talking on the numbers that are being reported. I don't know. For sure, what he's getting and stuff like that. But all I'm saying is, if you just got 90, you're trying to go to 600. You take that 300. You take that 300. If they, if they offer it for you for 300 for two, go. You know what? If you're that confident in yourself, give me 300 for one, and I'll prove to you that I can get that 600 a year that that we're talking about. That's what I'm saying about that. Because the top guys. A Brock Lesnar, a John Cena, they make about 10. So are you saying to Leo Rush, simmer down? You got to chill. Because he's 23. If if he goes to back to the indie scene, he's not making nearly. He's not nearly making as much. as much money by any by any, by any any sort of judgment. No, because where, where are you going to go to get that money? 
There's no there's, there's no way you could go to get six hundred thousand dollars a year. Confirm, <laughs> guaranteed. Nigga could go to Bellator. <laughs> Sorry, yo, he's not. He's like five six, five seven. Oh yeah, it's low. Like probably it's... one one ninety, max. Mm. He's not. I'm telling him right. I'm telling him right now. For I know for a fact, you're not getting that six hundred anywhere else. And no, nobody like. You got to think about what you just came from a year ago, two years ago, how much you were making. Think about that. You want to go back to that? You want to go, you know, traveling everywhere around the country? You're paying for your own shit, on, on, and if that's the case... You still got money in your pocket, though. Yeah. Yo, with WWE, yo, if you're making 90K and you don't know how to make, how to spend 90K to take care of everything, maybe you're doing it wrong. I'm not hey, saying man. that, but you should be earning more. All we, that all- 300 was a good number. All we could really say is, uh, Leo Rush, get your money up, not your funny up. Yeah, he's doing a lot of, he's getting his funny up, and that's his problem. Can't be getting your funny up. Now, if you're listening, let me know if, if I'm wrong. I know that he he's trying to do that know your worth type of thing, and it, it's not a race thing by any means. It's a beautiful thing, but at the same time, sometimes you got to take the L to take the W later. You want to know what's another thing he's trying to do? What is he trying to do? He's trying to be a rapper. He's trying to be a rapper. He thinks that he can make viable income being a rapper. You see, the thing is, you have a nice name. You have a nice rap name. I'd listen to Leo Rush. But at the same time, are you really about it? His music is absolutely garbage. He released a song before he went to the WWE. That shit was absolute trash. If he thinks he's going to make a single dime making music, because that means you have to go to the studio. Got to get the engineer. Now you got to put it on the streaming platforms. The streaming platforms take money off of the music you make. How much money are you putting into one song? Exactly. If you if you put in twenty if you put in twenty dollars, you get in a twenty dollar song. I'm thinking, what does the Don have to say about all this? What what was her name? Just came out with a song recently. Um, Mickey James. Mickey James just came out with a song recently. A country a song. Of, country song recently too, and that got a, a decent amount of views on YouTube. Let me make money off of that. Nobody is really making money. You got to think about the money you put in. The money you put in, as opposed to what you're going to make afterwards. Leo Rush ain't making a single dime. Not not making a single dime off his trash raps. It's trash, if we're being honest. His music is garbage. He's going to be the black Enzo Amore, if he keeps it up. There's a lot of trash-ass music nowadays. Enzo Amore's music? Yeah, Enzo's garbage. Fucking garbage. And he, look what happened. He went back to wrestling. But he said, when he re- when he first got fired, I made so much money in the WWE, I don't even have to worry about wrestling for the rest of my life. And he's back. Not even a and year he later. he complained to you when we went to go meet him that he only made 3% off of his, uh, yeah. his, he said his merch of, sales. Well, he said when he was on NXT. Oh. On NXT, they, he said they sold, I think, the number he said. He, he was the number one selling shirt in, in, in the NXT entire WWE. WWE. But he said that the number of shirts, it probably was like 15 million shirts. Yeah, he said, I wouldn't doubt it. That's the number he told me and Rashawn. He said, I sold that much, but I only made 3% off that 15 million. That was the, uh, was that the Cup of No, that wasn't the Cup of Haters. That was the, uh, the Certified the, G the Certified shirt. G, yeah. Now, if we're going to do the 3%, off that uh that 15 mil not 15 mil it's 50 million sh- that's how much the shirts are 20 bucks a shirt that's a lot of money 25 i don't shirt. know if enzo amore 25 a shirt 
I don't know if he did that much shirts. That's a lot. I wouldn't of be money. surprised because when we first, when the first time we went to NXT, well, the first time I went to, everybody was wearing the shirts, and Enzo wasn't even on the. He was debuting on the main card, the yeah, Monday on the main roster, and he didn't have a match on that on that card. But yet, a, maybe like sixty percent of uh, the fans there was wearing Enzo Amore shirts, and the other forty was yeah. Bullet Club shirts. Yeah. They did. That's a lot, though. That Fifteen lot. mil. That's a lot. Is a lot of shirts. So I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying Enzo said he would never have to wrestle a day in his life because he made so much money in the WWE. Yeah, I don't know about Goes that. Goes back to fucking. To, uh, the I mean, Ring of Honor shit. He, he, and then they said they got fired again. So didn't no, that, that that's. It was I know it's, it's all probably fake. Yeah, but. it's a. Uh, but that's what I gotta say on that. Leo Rush, he's gonna take the same the same road that Enzo Amore took. Go back to the same shows that Enzo Amore is gonna yeah, about go it right to, uh, now. That was a good angle though. That um, the whole big cast. Oh, and... the Briscoes, they got the shit beat out of them. Cause I was looking at the videos that fans took. Yeah. Enzo Amore let the Briscoes have it, and he weaved everything of I don't know which <laughs> Briscoe brother. He weaved every punch. And came back with a nice little comeback of his own. Well, I mean, was it? It was all scripted, though. No, it wasn't. They didn't tell nobody. That's the best part about it. So they were actually swinging on each other. Well, Enzo and Cass knew. Bubba Ray was the only one who only knew. No, he didn't know either. Nobody in the ring knew. Not even the Bullet Club guy. uh, The Gorillas of Dynasty. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. So it was real life throwing hands. Enzo Amore gives out the hands. He was also, I think he was a gold gloves boxer at one point. Jesus. So they put him in with a savage and he was delivering. Everybody wants to talk about how Enzo was trash and shit like that. He wasn't trash. You're lying to yourself and everybody you love if you think so. But that's all I got to say on that. Now, if you guys want to talk about Sasha Banks, I briefly touched on it with Victor a couple weeks ago when it first happened, but now there have been so- more developments. She still hasn't been on WWE TV. Um, they're saying that she's unhappy with her role in the company. She wants to do more. They're saying this is happening with a lot of people recently. Luke Harper has said um, he wants to be released. Yeah. You know what the WWE went and did, Levante? What? They looked at Luke Harper. They said, we're adding another six months onto your contract. Because what happens when you're injured you can take back that time missed for injury and add it back onto the contract. So that's what they did with him. That's what they did with the Revival, who have also apparently have been, you don't... You yeah, know. but but when when they said that they were going to leave, they ended up getting, becoming tag team champions. Yeah. So. so it's, you know, it's happened. It's, it's a current theme with a bunch of wrestlers. Um, if you want to, the only successful departure... Out of all of this, it's just a... It's, that's the problem with social media. Everybody becomes a whiny little baby, too. <laughs> like, everybody's complaining about... A lot of people about, do... A lot of people prosper from leaving. Look at Adrian Neville. He prospered big time when he left. Nah, but that... Neville is a different beast compared to everybody else. Because I remember listening back to interviews Neville was doing. He was... He, he said his dream job... Especially when he retires, is to be a mailman. Why? Why does he want to be a mailman? <laughs> he says he doesn't care about money. He just wants to walk around and know everybody in his town where he lives. 
That nigga doesn't care about fucking money. I'm pretty sure you could go about it another way. He can do it right now. He wants to do what I'm doing. I'm (laughs) Neville. I'm living out his dream. I'm pretty sure you could go about meeting people in your town. So Neville, he's a different beast. Like he does, he does. You know the the jab. He's not even doing New Japan. He's doing. I think it's all. He's doing whatever he wants. Yeah, he. He he does what he wants because he's popping. He's doing the uh, elite wrestling and, now and too. Any organization will take him. Yeah, but back to what I was saying: the only successful departure of people that wanted to leave, but this man is the only one that actually left, is Dean Ambrose. Right. Yeah, Dean Ambrose. Dude. He had that farewell tour that lasted about seven months. Yeah, he had like three farewell matches. Yo fucking the shield bids farewell on their farewell match on the farewell smackdown yeah. leading into the raw there's where a, they finally say goodbye there's a farewell match at fast lane but wait there's more there's yeah. one more farewell match uh, the day after i'm like all right Got this nigga feeling like Dwayne wade <laughs> so dean finally his contract is over changes his name to john moxley his old goes back to his old yeah, persona. yeah. Changes it back to his old alter ego when he was back on the indie scenes, wilding, having chainsaw matches, fucking electric two rope matches, barbed wire matches, barbed wire on fire, wrapped in AIDS, fucking <laughs> matches. They didn't give a fuck. He was living oh, a wild rusty life. Rusty screwdriver matches. Apparently, yo, the video, the production value was up there. You know, it, it was a good quality video. A trailer of teasing that it was. Back. It was really good. I thought the video was dog shit, and the fans are just like, "Oh, it's, it's so? Dean, it's Dean back." He's, I thought, I, I thought the shit was going. I, I, I thought like he's putting on an name for himself, and he started, he's immediately starting instead of taking like a six month hiatus from yeah. wrestling in Which general. Which is weird. A lot of people they you, take you have to do breaks. You have to do a ninety day no no compete clause. That's usually what the contract. Well, has. well, he's he's not competing. No, but but you can't you can't debut as anything, but. What I think happened is but his, contract, his contract probably ran out a while ago. And then he just he he, he was just pity pity matches. Yeah, yeah. they were just paid for the fans. Yeah, he was doing one offs and shit. He was doing for the fans. He cut good promos. That's probably what happened. Yeah, but he, he cut pretty good promos and stuff. You know, so. I thought the trailer would have been a little bit cooler had it been a little highlight tape of him while and doing the you know of the old the stuff. blood and and showing. Because there's a lot of new fans, a lot of new Dean fans. That's true. The Shield debuted in what twenty? Yeah, the, the Shield debuted in 2013. No, 2013. 2013. Yeah, that's when I started watching again. That's when I started watching too. But I thought they debuted. No, they debuted. 2012 with Survivor Series. No. Nah. Rock. No, that's. They did. Oh, they, six years, six years. Yeah, yeah they definitely debuted yes, yes, 2013 yes, yes. at TLC in Brooklyn, TLC. the Barclays Center. Yeah. That was the That was their the first match. Game. Ryback. No, it was Ryback. Uh no, they and did. Team Hell No. That's I'm telling oh, you. Oh, they did their match. Yes. They, oh, their match. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I think they're talking about like when they officially came on the roster itself. It no. Was Punk versus The Rock at uh one of the matches. No, it was Punk versus Ryback and they attacked Ryback and put him through the table. Oh, I thought it was Okay. Yeah, listen. I'm telling you yeah, what yeah, happened. Yeah. And then the punk rock thing happened afterwards, I think. Yeah. If they attacked the Rock, I don't even remember that happening. But yeah, it probably they, did happen. They, that's when the Rock won his, he won the title. And then he faced because, John Cena. Uh, yeah, they. Um, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Power yeah. Slam, the lights came out. They power slammed him. Yeah. And then Vince came out and restarted the match. I'm piecing it all together. It all makes sense. I, I see. I remember. Yeah. And then it then the Rock sense. won the match. Yeah, yeah. Know. So, back with Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. He debuted 
to the mainstream audience 2013. Yeah. It's been six years. A lot of fans don't know what he was doing back when he was John Moxley. He could have done a little highlight tape. As he still well has as, time to do it, though. As well as his boy, the, um, the, the ref. ref. Yeah. Shout out to that ref. I don't yeah, know his ref. name, but he was a wild yeah, one. Yeah, he was a wild one. He was a wild one. He was also out here with And he is brolic. You ever see that? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, ref yeah, is yeah, yeah. He's jacked. He's juiced to the gills. Yeah. Um, but... Dean, hopefully he puts out a little more content out there. It just started last week. He posted the video after, like, SmackDown. Yeah, he posted it literally a couple days after he left. Yeah, so he he's uh, he's out here ready to debut. Everybody's like, oh, he's going to go to AEW, blah, blah, blah. I'm tired of that. I, I, I won't be surprised if he goes to AEW. I don't want to hear no more of that AEW talk, though. Why not? Because they haven't done anything. And everybody that's wants... That's because ev- their, their first pay-per-view is coming up. But no, no. That's what I'm saying, though. They haven't done anything, but everybody wants every wrestler to go to AEW. Oh, my well, God. Well, duh. I mean, I would... Sasha Banks I, to I AEW. What's the difference between them being in WWE and them being in AEW, really? You get more freedom in AEW. You get to do what you, you want. You don't know that, though. That's what I'm saying. Nobody knows what... They don't even have a creative team because they... They feel- could be their own creative team. That happened in WCW. I, I, Hulk Hogan I, I, tased No, <laughs> Razor Ramon tased fucking Goldberg Yeah, Goldberg That's what you want? Is that you Yes said, Oh my god I'm, You I saw mean, what happened at, at All In I know for a fact With all these new wrestlers that want to leave If they go to AEW The writing is going to be so much better the They wrestling. don't have any writing The, rice, the wrestling is going to be so much better It's Overall is going to be really good Bro, at, the le- at All In They had a, a segment Where this guy came out and had dick druids. Dick druids? It was a bunch of guys dressed up as dicks. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. And this, and, and How do we get rid of Vince McMahon once and for all? When he's dead. I think that's the only way Vince is not going to... But Triple H is taking over everything. If You know what? You know what? I have the solution. We bring current Triple H back. To Hunter Hearst Helmsley. What? For what? We're and make him run the WWE. He's running as the WWE Hunter now. Hearst Helmsley. He's doing NXT. You want him to put on a fake accent? Yes. I hate you. I just want y'all to look at these dick druids, by the way. What? This is what the WWE is going up against. Uh, literally a bunch of guys. It makes for good press, What the fuck bro. is this? It's a bunch he of guys. Why is there a bunch of niggas dressed up he, as fucking dicks? Inflated dicks. People are talking about it though, right? That's not what I want. I don't want to be talking. No, 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 no. This is... That is also a an untrue I statement. want Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I don't want penises. This, no, this, this is AEW. I- this is Cody Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes' son. Well, fuck them niggas. Thank fuck you. Cody Rhodes. Thank you. And... Uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not gonna say fuck Dusty Rhodes, but fuck Cody Rhodes and and Go- Yo, Gold Dust. Fuck Gold Dust. Yeah. Shout out Goldberg. Cody Rhodes is at the prime of his career once he left WWE. Yo, this is. This they is, did not. You know why they didn't want? We him still got to get, the Hardy Boys out here wilding out. Fuck these niggas in penis costumes. Right. You don't. You have the Hardy Boys now. You could. Which means Cody Rhodes wouldn't prosper in WWE if he was still there. Nah, but listen, he's someplace else. They're doing 150 w- times better. But. This is what they're doing. They're pulling the wool over your eyes. You don't even understand that what they're feeding you is mid-card trash. 
I, it's me on watch. I haven't, I haven't seen a Cody Rhodes match after de- post WWE that, that that disappointed me. His match, his matches. You see Cody against Kota Ibushi? Yeah, his match. Yo, that his match so with John Cena. Match. His match with John Cena is probably his best match. What the fucking start? Well, was the that's start what John Cena match. did. John Cena put over everybody Elevate. to make them look good. Elevated. They make everybody. He made Wade, John Cena. Wade Barrett. He made him look good. Cesaro. He made him look good. Um, who else? So Sami Zayn. Adrian Neville. He made look good. But that's John Cena doing though. Wade exactly. Barrett. Wade John Barrett. Cena's doing. So you're telling me but you saying that, that like 50? Wade Barrett is trash? No, that's only Wade John Barrett's Cena. trash. But I'm telling uh, you, an aging, an aging You're telling me an age Goldust has to be 55 years old. Yeah. You're I'm telling- not saying. All right. The the. The Goldust thing I get. I don't, I'm not too sure about Goldust being in another. That's match. the main and event. Is it really <laughs> the main event of the pay per view? <laughs> writing is going to be all right. So maybe, maybe be, because of the fact that it's the main event, they'll, they'll do a good job. Bro, I have no faith in Goldust <laughs> doing any good matches. Good, they did a really good job last time. I think it was like Battleground 2016. Goldust is 50 years old. So. Triple H is only 50 years old. If you're going to compare <laughs> Triple H to Goldust, <laughs> if you're going to compare Triple H John to John Cena Goldust. is what, 44, 45? That's different, though. That's different. John Cena is <laughs> it's different. Oh, my. Look at Goldust. Look at that nigga, bro. Yeah, we haven't seen him wrestle properly. I'll slap Goldust. Goldust is big washed, my nigga. We haven't Thank seen him you. wrestle in since, like, what? Our truth, our truth is approaching big washed. He's the reason why the golden truth wasn't mega washed. The golden truth. <laughs> and our truth can go. Because you've seen our truth. Our truth looks he, like he's in his 20s, bro. His, his physique and the way he moves in the ring, you wouldn't be able to tell that R-Truth is also a 50-year-old man. But he has that old black guy strength. <laughs> color don't crack. <laughs> it's black. Don't say color. <laughs> Yo, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, if you're going to sit here and compare Triple H and go, well, Triple H is 50, He's 49 turning 50. Get him year. to cut his fucking beard off and come back as Hunter Hearst Helmsley, man. I don't want to see that shit, bro. You do want to see the only, You're the worst booker I've ever met in my entire life. I don't want to hear If you're, if you're listening know. and you've made it this far, you're going to hear Levante talk about a dream match between Carlito and Eddie Guerrero. You can't tell me that's bad. You be, cannot tell me that's it's, bad. It's not going to be amazing. Uh, you did it's gonna, It could be amazing. To no. be a Why? It's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. That's I mean, be... yeah, it's going to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we just saw a fatal four-way with Edge. That was fucking... Okay, but look at the other competitors in that. Do you not That was an, abs- that was an absolute... were in their prime. That was a top Every 100 one match. of them are in their prime. No. Do you when think you wouldn't get a... Carlito ever in, her pri- in his prime? That Armageddon match in um, an elimination chamber against John Cena, which, oh, was, yeah, which yeah. wasn't you really, all that. You, you guys are downplaying that match. Like, you wouldn't enjoy seeing it if it would have happened. I mean, if it's on, I'll watch it, but I won't go out of my way to watch it, you know? Oh, it's going to be... God. Oh, did you check out that match on SmackDown? Around the nine o'clock hour, that was pretty cool. That went one commercial break and they yeah. came back with the finish. <laughs> it didn't even last two commercial breaks. It went one commercial break and then the finish was right nope. after. Nobody expected Kurt Angle to kick out of Edge's finishers. Nobody for fucking seven that. times nope, in a row. Not at all. That was absolutely amazing. But again, they were in their prime. Their 
absolute prime. Do you, do you think Carlito wouldn't have? Carlito's best match. I just looked it up. His vet, his best rated match versus John Cena in 2008. Carlito was eleven years. Carlito ago. was practically heel his entire career. He yeah. could have fucking. He could have fucking. He could have did that match and fucking made it amazing. Of course, but I'm just saying. You also said who? Jesus versus who? <laughs> who is the Jesus match? Um, that was some bullshit. Uh, yeah, it, Jesus it, versus Edge. You said Jesus versus Edge. And now you want fucking Hunter Hearst Helmsley to be the fucking no? Get that out of here! I don't want to see none of that. I'm just saying, bro. AEW. I just want some new bullshit that's not gonna happen. AEW. Exactly. Levante doesn't even watch this shit. And he just summarized. Say it again for the people in the back who weren't paying attention. Y'all just want some new shit to happen that's not going to happen. That's exactly that's what's going to happen. That's on the main card, though. On the NXT card, shit that we want to see happen happens. Bro. All I- we'll see if it happens. None Until Vince McMahon is dead, you will not get what you want. That's my promo. Well... No, I only recently we got. What That's we a hot take. I don't know if I agree. Until with that. previous WrestleMania, we had we got everything we wanted. By the way, yeah, the, the I, WrestleMania I that just happened. Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins to win. They won. I wanted Tony Nese to win. He won. Uh, Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins, and Kofi. They all won. Yep, absolutely. Which okay. never happened. The Iconics. I wanted to win. They won. I that also, never happened. I came into WrestleMania 35 not knowing what the fuck was going every on. Single, I said Becky Lynch was going to win because she's the fucking man. Every she single, won. Yeah. Every single championship uh, changed hands, with the exception of the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Boom. Now it's a vacant. And it title. was it was what everybody wanted to see, and that's what they got. Now, now here here's what. Well, they appeased the fans that finally like. They, 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 they appease the fans. They, they, they don't on. do that, though. Hold on, they hold don't, on. But yeah, this, they is, don't this is the that, thing. This is the thing about AEW versus WWE. AEW wants to be that brand that appeases the fans. No bars intended. But a one big thing that is so petty and so stupid and like immature. Besides the Dick Druids, they said we have Pyro. Because the WWE stopped doing pyro at their regular shows. You saw how SmackDown opened up with all that fireworks and stuff like that? They don't do that no more. AEW. <laughs> because they almost killed fucking Undertaker. AEW do uh, doesn't overkill. They only do it for certain wrestlers' entrances. Nah, they don't even do that These no niggas more. almost killed many only of their wrestlers. Including the big 6'10 Undertaker. What? Almost what? killed that every, man no, with every fire. Time, every time Edge comes out, they do a pyro for him. And every time Batista comes out, they do a pyro for him. Every time. Even after he retired. Batista is also Dave Bautista at this point. He's a superstar. He's fucking Drax. I, I would say he's arguably... No, 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 no. Give he's me top what I two. Want. He's what? top two stars that came... He's top two stars that came out of WWE. Oh, You're gonna give me what I want! But, <laughs> I, I mean... No, you no. sound like you're throwing up. Yeah. Give me what I want! <laughs> Why did he do that live? Why was that live? That should not have been live. It was a super weird promo. It was a. It was a. It totally, made no sense. It was a totally garbage feud. Made no sense. I feel like they made them do an ad lib promo, and neither of them were ready for it. That's exactly what it was. That's literally exactly what it was. It's like, all right, you guys gonna go out? You guys are gonna argue with one another? Just. Well, I mean, and they're and, pros and, at, it, and at this point, they're, they're literally they're friends. They're, probably they're pros at it. One hundred percent, they are friends. That was that was that was. Really Fucking bad. Batista comes in WrestleMania thirty-five, tripping into the ring, showing his age, showing how many times. Ring rust. Oh, and Goldberg's returning by the way, June seventh. Yeah, 
Oh, Batista tripped getting out of his car, too. Remember Jesus when he Christ. pulled out of the whip? He, he tripped tri- on that. <laughs> <laughs> he tripped out the Escalade. But that man has been rolling in fucking Ferraris and shit for way yeah. too long. He's got that Hollywood money. Back to AEW, though. You're not going to get what you want. Don't say it again. Because I don't want to edit that out. Give me what I want. <laughs> I'm just saying, you're never going to get what you want. Why? Because what they're trying to do, they're trying to take certified... Why are the fans not able to get what they want? Sometimes... How is that entertaining? You got to save it, though. You got to save what you want for the future. You can make the matches entertaining while giving the people what they want. No, you, you won't, though. Like, imagine going to a movie where everything you want to happen happens. Would that be entertaining? It would if you give me... If (laughs) you give me what I want. (laughs) What, What movie... What movie has ever existed where everything happens that you want to happen? Every single thing. Where nothing happens that you disagreed with. Us? I didn't see us, so I won't be able to agree with that. I watched it, but I haven't, I haven't seen everything it, so I that you wanted to, to happen, happened. With about, no no twists. You expected about, about 98% of no. everything that I wanted to happen, happened. But wrestling fans are so fickle. They want every single... But you see, you're not going to give everyone what they want. But at the same time... Give the WWE has a billion followers worldwide. How and a, and gonna... a lot of them are from India. Yeah. And China. They want what they want. A lot of what they want no, doesn't... No, no, no. I think it's different over there. A lot of what they, they want think it's does... real over there. Yeah, a they lot of shit think is real. No, 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 think no, that no. shit is Indian real. Indian people think that shit is extremely real. Don't give me that. You know people that throw around no, yo, yo, Don't give me that. Yo, Indian, oh Indian people have action movies where cars flip 36 fucking times. They know the fucking WWE. No, they don't. No, no, they don't. They definitely You want to know? You want to know a story? Let me get to a story. You're going to like this because it involves Carlito's father. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, there was a wrestler named Bruiser Brody. He was one of the most popular wrestlers. He was probably the top three that weren't signed to the WWE during that time period. Right? So, he would make his rounds around the territories. And he brought um, shares into like this wrestling company. And he's supposed to be making money off of the profits that they make. Goes to one of the guys. Tells him, yo... It's been too long. I want my money. He wants some money that's owed to him from owning that company. The guy, apparently him and the guy have an argument. One of the guy's friends takes Brody. He goes, hey, come here. I want to tell you something. Takes him into the other room. Stabs him. Stabs him a couple times. What the fuck is up with that, though? Why Why did he legit get stabbed? Because the guy didn't want to pay him his money. That's apparently when when you owe somebody money and you um you don't want to pay him back. Apparently you could just stab the guy. So all right, I'm gonna write that in my Tony gonna... Atlas is the wrestler that comes in. He's a bl- big black wrestler, super famous. But it's of important course. to to note that you know he's black because he's he he's a he's a great wrestler and this adds to the story. I do know who Tony Atlas yeah. is. So this is in Puerto Rico. Tony Atlas hears the commotion, walks into the room, sees that Brody stabbed. 
Brody tells Tony Atlas, this is the guy who did it to me. Tony Atlas looks at the guy, and the guy just walks away. Tony Atlas takes, they, it takes like an hour or something, they said, for the ambulance to get there. Because why? They thought it was fake. Because it was caused from an indie wrestling show. And they thought things like that was regular. They put him in the ambulance. Tony Atlas goes with him. They wait in the emergency room. Tony Atlas is like, yo, I need a doctor. My, my friend is stabbed over here. What does the doctors tell Tony Atlas and, and Bruiser Brody who's sitting there stabbed? It's wrestling. We don't think it's real. I mean, we thought, we thought it was real. Look at my stab wound. The, re- the doctor also tells them, it's a stabbing. It's not that bad. We'll get to him when we get to him. Yo, this nigga Tony Atlas grabbed the doctor and said, you're going to help him or I'm going to fuck you up. So then they go and try to help Bruiser Brody. Yo, Tony honestly. Atlas said he looked at his legs. They were purple. He knew it was about to be game over. So Bruiser Brody, he died the next day. Why does he die? Because everybody thinks wrestling is real over there. So I would also imagine that's how they feel in India. So you could give certain fans... You could just pull the wool over their eyes and just give them anything, and they'll be like, oh, they'll take it. Because they don't know. They, some fans don't even know what they want. You could just nah, tell man. them what they want. That's straight negligence. That actually made me a little mad. Yeah, that you guy can't... died because of a whole bunch of... And the guy who stabbed him got away because the Carlito's father was so popular in Puerto Rico, he was able to get a hold of... The subpoena that was supposed to be sent to tell you when's the court date for Bruiser, Broder's fa- Bruiser Brody's family and all the witnesses to go to court. And he ended up making them not show up somehow. Yeah, he's, he got the card sent over a week late. Got the card sent over a week late. And they ended up missing the court date. The guy was stabbed and got off scot-free. Boom. So, that's a little story, you know. Wild, but true. All of that happened. So wrestling can be real in some places. Moment of silence. <laughs> For Bruiser Brody. Yes. Shout out to Bruiser Brody. Shout out to Bruiser Brody. <laughs> but yeah, and the family. He was supposed to be a WWE champion. Vince wanted to sign him. You know what? While we're here, shout out to Owen Hart. Oh, God. Shout out He's... to Bret Hart for taking that fucking hit from some stupid R. faggot. to the anvil. Oh, yeah. Jim the anvil Hart also died. Bret Hart might be the only heart alive. Uh, That's a little wild. Natalia count? Well, no, I'm talking about that. Shout out to Ric Flair for still wheeling and dealing. Kicking out at two. Yeah. Kicking out at two. Even though that man was... That is a 17-time champ, if you you ask me. That man is different. They should give that man one more championship. (laughs) 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 You know what I want to see? I want to see a tag team match with Ric Flair and Offset. Versus Hornswoggle and Brock Lesnar. The terrible booker. <laughs> what? Terrible booker. I am a great booker. Where's where's the other celebrity to uh, to offset? Fuck offset. the other celebrity. Hornswoggle. We got Hornswoggle. And who? And who else? Hor- Yo. Brock Lesnar. Offset and Ric Flair versus Hornswoggle and Brock Lesnar. That might be the title for this episode. <laughs> because it's, it's <laughs> the dumbest shit. I probably heard a week. You've had way too many beers <laughs> to think that that is a good idea. 
Do you think that that would be a completely shitty match? It would How be. It would be better than Kurt Hawkins versus anyone. Saying that match out loud, you're bugging because Kurt Hawkins actually <laughs> had a really good match at WrestleMania 35. Says it, no one. But that's be, that's because it was WrestleMania. I, they gave uh, him that because it was well, WrestleMania. Well, no, they said, he, "Okay, it's finally time for yes. you to not lose." <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That is true. But every time he's defending it, his his when he's fighting in the rings, he does actually really good. He's I'm, I'm really not good, saying he's bro. a bad wrestler, and and honestly, as an as a relative outsider, I feel that Kurt Hawkins is a great wrestler that has a that has a fucking gimmick that is based around him being a loser, which has been a detriment to him actually having a fan base because he is a mega loser. Well, he's like the Cleveland Browns of the WWE, right? But nobody wants to root for them. Nobody wants to root for Kurt Hawkins. Rashonda. I've been rooting for Kurt wow. Hawkins. Wow. Imagine Gladys rooting for someone who beginning. loses all the time. And big He's going to energy. prosper eventually, and what happened? We need to. St- okay. He won. The word cuck will no longer be said on this podcast. This Why? is not my podcast. Cuck is the replacement term for the F word. I'm not going to say the no, F word. No, I'd, I'd much rather say fuck. You're, man, he just called me a fuck. That's not. That's not the f word. I was talking. Oh, 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 yeah. I, d- d- <laughs> but for a second, I had you there. You thought. You, th- <laughs> you thought I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, um. Here's another thing I wanted to talk about before we end this. How do you guys feel about like old nigga mentality? Like, I have Mark really, Henry I- came out and did an interview, right? about Leo Rush and he said Leo Rush's problem is that he's not respectful like he says when he was new in the WWE he had to make sure that he had a bottle of water for the ref the guy he was facing and himself yeah, oh, it's, 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 it's like it's like being, it's like being a rook it's hold about, on, it's hold about on. respect hold on hold on but then I can, he compl- said, but I then can he completely says, understand that then he says hold on let me tell you everything he said he said he would always make sure that the guy he was driving with, if he was a veteran, he would always make sure that man never drove, that he would drive. And those drives are like five hours, maybe even longer back then. And then he would also make sure that they were never carrying their own bags. And that, you know... You know, as the strongest man alive, and, and, I, and obviously I am not saying that as the strongest man alive... But as the strongest man alive, I feel like if you have an emphasis on respect, a personal emphasis on respect, I feel like you're going to go out of your way to accommodate people that work in the WWE because they probably experience bullshit, bull-ass shit on a daily basis. But how do you feel about if you choose not to, you know... Do those things. Like, if I'm a new guy, like Leo Rush, you know? I've been wrestling for, for eight years, but I've only been in the WWE for two. You're not a rookie. To me, you're not a rookie. That's like somebody playing in the in, in China or in the G League, somewhere in a high level. I'll chalk Just it up. not the NBA level, and then they go to a team, and the team wants to treat them, you know. I'll chalk it up to two words. White privilege. The two people I just talked about are black. <laughs> I'm just saying How do you feel How do you feel If if I were to walk in And not want to do those things Like 
I'm like, I'm not gonna carry it's, her. It, it's I'm not, not gonna carry not, her on your back. It's honestly not that you should want to do them. It's that you should do them because you know the respect. You know that you're a newcomer in the business. I feel like a lot of new rec- wrestlers are lacking that. You should fucking you should pay your dues. That that's exactly what it is, paying your dues. A lot of wrestlers. Becky Lynch came in saying diddly 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 d. She paid her dues. Now she's the man. She had to deal with Charlotte. Charlotte is a bitch. I don't give a fuck who you're a fan of. Remember, she paid her dues. You gotta remember scripted. I, don't be an Indian fan. You know, but I feel I feel like Levante, you're making a very solid point. I didn't, you know, I didn't think you would make that point, especially after drinking a bunch of 40s. I'm surprised that you got there. I disagreed with your point until you actually explained it. And you're like, I'm like, you know what? He's not that wrong. <laughs> He's not that wrong. <laughs> I'm just not that type of guy. I don't want to be treated like a bitch. I so feel you. I'm not gonna be, you know. I'm but at not the gonna same time, guy. I have I have one question, and you know maybe you can deal with this on another episode or whatever. But yeah, we got time. We got time today. What does it take to become the man? Look, <laughs> the top guy. What does you you know what I say? What does it take to become the man? What does it take? You tell me. <laughs> How does drinking beer make you this knowledgeable? <laughs> Aristotle over here. Probably. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I don't have the answer. Oh, I'm is, I'm trying to figure. I'm like, uh, you know, I mean, the only the only thing I could possibly come up with is paying your dues. Makes you become the man, but obviously that's not the correct answer. So, so get, someone else, get, so someone else would have to answer that question. You have to get for over with the crowd. That's mainly the, the the only thing. But that's not the only. You there's a lot of backstage politics that come with that. Like for example, both of y'all were interns at one point. Exactly. Do you think you could do the same exact job you're interning for if you were paid, or did you need that internship? To learn how to do that job, oh, could, like could I, you get, I did need the internship, needed, but after but after the internship was over, I could have been the man. Because that's paying your dues. Paying your dues is in in uh, the real okay, life I see world what you mean, yeah. is interning. I see what you mean. Okay, okay. And okay. I personally think interning is a little, you know, but the crowd, it's some bullshit. The it, crowd interning is. is some bullshit because honestly, there are many people out there who could be the man from the start without interning. Myself and my two peers with me right here included. But sometimes you have to pay your dues because And it's a cycle that's created. That is how that's how the system works. Someone was an intern that started one once they made the first intern, it started a sick wave. You know, everyone has to do this now or I'm not gonna look at Kurt Angle's last match. Kurt Angle paid his dues on the way out. And that By putting people over, and that is pure, unadulterated respect. That's class. Mm-hmm. I, I am Levante. I, I feel you. I, I'm casting. I'm picking up what you put it down. Exactly. And and that and that's all. I mean, you know, honestly, yo, anyone that's in 
the WWE right now or in NXT, pay your dues. Leo Rush, finish paying your dues. You're almost there. Yeah. You you're said, almost there. Yo, if you're 23, have some patience. Because I promise you, the bag that you're going to make on you the trying, indie You're scene, trying to fuck the bag up. You could be WWE champion. You don't know. It might take 10 years. Look at Kofi. Like Kofi. Look at Kofi. Look at Kofi. It might take 10 years. You fumble in the bag right now. Become, oh. du- become WWE champion. <laughs> Leo Rush, WWE champion. I want to see it. But you fumble in the bag. And I feel that's a great way to end this episode. Came full circle. Levante's nodding his head in approval. <laughs> this was the last stop. You know, Levante, where do where do people find you on the social medias if you want them to? Um, well, oh wow. You know, this is a pretty funny story. <laughs> Not too long ago, I got suspended off of Twitter for uh, some legal reasons. What you so, said uh, wasn't wrong though. It wasn't Tell wrong. people what you got suspended for cuz it's okay. pretty funny. Okay. So it's a pretty funny story why I got suspended off of Twitter. There was one day I don't know what was happening. Mercury Mer- Mercury rest- must have been in retrograde or something, but there were people making like child porn jokes and beating up old lady jokes and shit, and I was really fed up that day. And I started going people all a- going at people all across Twitter. Like I was like, "Oh wow, you're going to make a child porn joke?" I will, I will burn you and your entire family. It was about like so, a famous person's like daughter or something. It was like something. It was a really sick, something joke like type that. Shit. And the problem is, is, is that I can't even go pull it up because my old Twitter account is suspended. So all I can say is, uh, you know, follow me at L underscore A underscore V underscore O because that's my new Twitter account and I have no followers. <laughs> So if you'd like to follow me and see some of my other hot takes, you know, you can see me there. On uh, Instagram, I am LA underscore V-O-N-T-E. You really love the underscores and not the periods. If you're on Snapchat, don't follow me because you're a fucking weirdo. And um, that's about it. If you want to hit me up on iMessage, it's my email. (laughs) And, you know, you don't need that. You don't need that. You don't need that. I have my content information. I'm not giving you it, though. I have all this content information, but I'm not giving you it. Exactly. That's basically what he Exactly. Does. You can reach me on social media, and I will hit you back because I'm a normal fucking person. We got uh, our man Roshan Ladon over here. How do we reach? How do we reach you? Yo, my man. Yo, my man got on a ditto. My man got on a, pokey, a Pokemon ditto dad hat. And that is that is drip, and I and I and I and I wish we got to that point during this episode. Also, yeah. during this uh, SmackDown 172 match we were talking about, we had Kurt Angle, and he had on uh, what did he have on on his legs? He had on the um, the mismatching knee pads. Oh, so on his on his like what is it like the onesie or whatever? We had the onesie and you whatever have, he wears the right, wrestling right, right. the wrestling garb. It was half. American flag, half American flag stars. And on the knee pads, the side that had the stars had the flags, and the side on the other side it had the the stars. The stars on the flag side. So that drip. He was that dripping. is pure unadulterated drip. How do we reach the Don over here? 
you don't. You don't. You don't. You don't you reach, leave me the fuck alone. That's how you. You get don't to reach me. the don. You don't reach. You the don't me. reach the don. You will. If you want me, you'll find me. But don't reach me. And now our host over here. How do we reach Manny Dizla? Well, you can find me on Instagram at Last Stop Manny. You can follow me on Twitter at Silk Durag. I might change the Twitter because find him now i was i was talking to my barber and my barber who follows me on instagram was like why are you durag silk do you sell durags i was like no he was like you make you do a podcast right and you create content it's like yeah he's like what does that have to do with durags and I sat there in silence and changed my Instagram name on the spot. <laughs> I was like, he's not wrong. He's more right than he is wrong. So I was like, you know what? So I might change the Twitter soon. But for now, until I say so, it's going to be Silk Durag. I just like the way it sounds. Silk Durag just sounds nice to me. But. Silk Durag sounds great. I've also thought that Durag Silk sounds almost as good it's voluptuous so it, it is voluptuous it's fucking luxurious but you know? so maybe you know something else might be durag silk in the future yeah but for now it's that so make sure you subscribe to the podcast rate it five stars leave a comment that's how i get high so right now the last stop if you type it in search it comes up the sec it's the second search the second uh, result the first one is for recovering addicts. We don't need that above us. I don't yo. Get them out of here. They can find the help somewhere else. Now nah, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just saying, you know, I'm trying to get that top spot. That's end of the episode jokes right there. If you've been with us this whole time, make sure you leave a like and subscribe. Yeah, but until then, we'll catch you on the next episode. Hope everybody enjoyed. I'm out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the last stop on